Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Lakers lost one of the tougher... They took one of the tougher losses that you're going to find, and man, that is saying something. Given some of, you know, given the Boston loss that they had earlier this year, uh, that was a brutal, brutal way to lose a basketball game. They lose 119-115 at home to the Dallas Mavericks in two overtimes, and it that feels like one that really got away. Before the game, we got news that or reports that the Lakers are going to work out Myers Leonard. Uh, he has not been in the league for a couple years now. He had some injuries um, at the time of him doing this, but obviously he had that infamous clip while he was streaming himself playing a video game. He fired off an anti-Semitic word. Um, now, look. Uh, he since then that was that was a couple years ago and he since uh doing so has done a lot of work to show that he was really sorry for it and um has tried to move forward but you know given all of the noise that we heard from uh and that I made personally you know when when the Lakers were uh reportedly potentially interested in Kyrie Irving after his anti-Semitic behavior, uh, you know, going in this direction, I, I don't, I don't really get it, especially for somebody who, by the way, like, like when he, before he got, he got into this trouble, he had those injuries and stuff. He was an okay player, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really see it. It doesn't make much sense to me. We'll see how the workout goes. I don't anticipate because of some of the outcry that, that we heard, uh, yesterday when, when that, news came out um because of that noise i don't think that the lakers will wind up signing myers leonard but yeah i don't it, it just seems like a whole bunch of nonsense to get yourself into for somebody who probably isn't going to help which is why by the way he hasn't been in the league for two years leonard does mark the second big that the lakers have shown interest in right there uh as we speak, maybe, or as I speak, or by the time you guys are listening to this, the Lakers um, will have prepared to or actually worked out to Marcus Cousins. Um, the Lakers, you know, according to various reports, are for some reason really looking for a center. And look, Thomas Bryant, Thomas Bryant has has had a good season, you know, especially uh, by by minimum contract start type status, but. Um, you look at last night's game, the Lakers play against Dallas. The final is 119-115, and uh, they go to two overtimes. And you look at the plus minuses across the board here, and Thomas Bryant finishes the game with a minus 17. And, you know, you need more than that out of your, your starting center. So to a certain extent, like, I, I guess I kind of understand it. The other part of this that I kind of wonder about, and this might be kind of tinfoily or whatever, but Anthony Davis hurts himself, and he does so in a season that uh, he was playing only center at. 100% of his minutes so far this year came at center, um, in large part because Darvin Ham didn't trust uh, Thomas Bryant the way that he does now, and Damian Jones has been bad all year. Um, he also didn't really trust when Gabriel hasn't really trusted 
winning Gabriel very much over the course of the season. So all of AD's minutes this year came at center, and then he gets hurt, and he gets hurt on essentially kind of a non-athletic play. He just kind of jumps and lands and and apparently really hurt his foot. And, um, you know, for him, he's going to say, see, see, I told you, this is why I shouldn't have been playing center. And then for, for the Lakers, they're going to say, well, now we probably have to protect our investment and try to go out and get somebody who can viably play center next to Anthony Davis. And, you know, last year that was Dwight. The year before that, that was, or last year, I guess that was DeAndre Jordan. Uh, the year before that, that was Marcus Gasol and then Andre Drummond. The year before that was uh, JaVale McGee, right? And And so... Like the Lakers see their path forward here with AD if they're going to try to keep him healthy for the rest of the year. Uh, it seems that their their approach to doing so is by employing a bigger center next to him. And and I it wouldn't surprise me if whoever it is that they bring in, uh, whether it is Boogie or if it is Leonard or if they make some kind of other trade uh, to go out and get some more front court help, uh, that the Lakers try to finish their year with AD starting a power forward. Now, as far as the actual game goes, you know, again, 119-115 was the final, and this one felt like one that the Lakers kind of needed to win. You look at the schedule ahead, and, you know, it it is kind of tough. You know, I, I guess, for you know, they, they have this game against uh, Philly, and they have a couple days off which is great given the number of minutes some of the guys played in last night's game. Uh, but they have this game against Philly. Houston should be a win. Sacramento, last time they played, I believe, was a win. Um, then they play Memphis, which is a tough one, at Portland, which is always tough for the Lakers, against the Clippers at home. Then they go to San Antonio. Um, so you're looking at, you know, at, as you're closing out the month here, they finish the, the month um at Boston, at Brooklyn, at New York, at Indiana, at New Orleans, five straight, uh, that's that's finishing January and heading into to February, five straight against uh, on the road against teams above 500. This is not an easy stretch of the season coming up here. There are some minimal games clearly, but you know when you're when you're this close against uh, this team, this kind of Dallas team, that has been so up and down this year, and and you go to two overtimes, you hope you walk out of there with a win. Lakers did not. And, you know, look, I the Lakers wouldn't be in that game the way that they were without the way that Russell, Russell Westbrook competed on defense. However, you know, you do kind of take some and and, and give some back with, with Russ with some of the decisions that he makes down the stretch. He, he had this great offensive rebound, with you know 16 seconds to go um, on the on the clock, and then you had about 10 seconds to go on the uh, on the shot clock, and he tries to get to the basket and 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 doesn't do it right, and and I think it cost the Lakers a possession there. The other part of this too, and you know it's tough to to LeBron plays 47 minutes, and you would like to see, you know, it, it's hard to really hold you know, the, the, the inability to get to the basket against LeBron here. But in that overtime, he was terrible. In both overtimes, he was pretty bad. Like, he, he made a couple passes, and, and Dallas was doing whatever they could to get the ball out of his hands. 
But every time he shot, you know, it just nothing looked particularly clean with the exception of uh, one three that really just kind of rimmed out. But he just it's it's tough to kind of watch him down stretches of games because he knows he's the smartest basketball player that I've ever seen. He knows he can't get around most defenders. So he kind of dribbles and dribbles and dribbles and dribbles and he shakes his shoulder and then he tries these step back three pointers. And so far this year, um, from deep, he is shooting, uh, let's see, what is he shooting? 29.5% from three point range. And yeah, like that's, that's a shot that the defense will take every time. So, you know, I, I, I just think part of the reason why the Lakers are, are as bad as they are, um, in, in these clutch moments, and they are the worst team in the NBA in these clutch moments, uh, part of the reason that that for for that being the way that it is, is you know LeBron isn't the isolation player that he used to be. Uh, Russell Westbrook can't finish at the rim and isn't a great shooter. Darvin Ham is playing like down the stretch of those overtimes. Right, you have Dennis Schroeder and Russell Westbrook out there. A combination I have never really liked all that much. Um, you you're 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 seeing all of these things kind of build on each other, and it's really difficult for the Lakers to get. Uh, points at any of these spots and and if you're trying to ask your defense to you know hold these teams to in two overtimes they gave up 18 points uh you know that's the the fact that the lakers in two overtimes scored 14 points that that's that's you know in, in 10 basketball minutes you scored 14 points that's not nearly enough so uh yeah, at some point the Lakers are, and and part of this is is you know you don't have Anthony Davis or whatever, and that's that's certainly going to help. But they weren't good in clutch moments before AD went down. So, at if the Lakers like they aren't, they are never. What we're hoping for if they do make these trades and they do get back into title contention, they're getting into title contention. There is no way that they're going to make some trade here that has them leapfrogging everybody else into becoming a juggernaut where clutch moments aren't going to matter as much. If if the Lakers recommit to this season, they are going to have a lot of clutch moments that, you know, they need to execute better in than they have to this point this year. And um, unless they figure that out, it might not matter what, what they do across the roster. They, there's some foundational issues with their approach to clutch moments. And, and I don't know, man, I just don't know. All right, that is going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. Make sure you guys check out uh, the Lakers Lounge that we recorded last night before the game. That was a, a fun episode there that featured Edwin and myself talking about some some general Lakers stuff and some some uh, kind of prevalent news, right, that we got over the course of the day. And then we threw it to some questions from some of you who joined in. So thanks, everybody, for doing who did that and for joining in uh, in that discussion. And then, uh, you know, here in a little bit, if Miles lets me, Aaron and I are going to be recording a hook to, to, to kind of close out the week. So until then, and until I talk to you, I, to you guys next, I'm Anthony Irwin saying, good God, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs>